0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته
1: اللهم اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر I pray anyway, well, that Muhammad Should I
0: بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن المجيد وفرقان حميد بعد عوض بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم والذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيراً ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم نقيباً وقال تعالى يا أيها الذين أمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ وَقَالَ تَعَالَى يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا اتَّقُوا اللَّهَ وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ وَمَنْ يُطْعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فوزاً عَظِيمًا صدق الله العظيم فَإِنَّ أستقل الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَخَيْلُ هَدِي مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَالشَّرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٌ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٌ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ أَمَّا بَعْدَ أَيَاسَكَ اللَّهُ سَبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى that just as he has gathered us here today on this day of جمع May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gather us along with our families in gentle for those al a'ala in the companionship of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and his sahaba. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make our last a'mal our best a'mal. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make the last part of our life the best part of our life and one that is pleasing to Him. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Brothers and sisters, every single thing that we do, whether it is from career choices, job choices, when it comes to decisions uh, regarding our finances, where we live, where we choose to stay with our families, we all are looking for one thing, and that is happiness. Whether you want to call it happiness, whether you want to call it tranquility, whether you want to call it serenity, a peace of mind, contentment, free of anxieties, free of problems, happiness is what we're all looking for. And many times we think, That happiness is in materialistic gain. We feel like sometimes uh, happiness the thing that will bring us happiness the most is power. What will bring us happiness is fame. What will bring us happiness is recognition. What will bring us happiness is having a large following and sometimes we feel like fulfilling every single desire that whatever comes to our heart fulfilling that desire is the key to happiness what we don't realize is that none of these things are the keys to happiness because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has never mentioned them in the Quran and has never never highlighted them as the keys to happiness you think about a person who has money When it comes to money, money is not what brings you happiness. Yes, I understand that when you are financially well off, yes, you're able to buy things, yes, you're able to take care of your things. I understand that when people do not have money, they have trouble taking care of their medical needs and so forth and finding a suitable suitable place for their family to live. But at the same time, materialistic, Um, gain and when it comes to finances they will help you bring some peace to your heart but it is not the key to happiness if finances and being well off and materialism was the key to happiness wallahi we will not find people today who have so much money more than you and I can possibly ever have in our entire life and yet they're not happy many people think that happiness is in power and we realize and we see in a world that today that that we live in today that power corrupts for the most part. Very few times you find that power keeps a person in check and power keeps a person in line but majority of the times power corrupts and people who are in the position of power, they live in a constant state of anxiety and stress that no one takes that power away from them. People who have fame and they search for fame and they look for fame, you think that they are happy in their life, wallahi they're not happy in their life. You know why? Because they will compromise every single principle of life. They will compromise every single principle in their own personal book, in their own personal life. Why? So that people can follow me and I can have a name and I can have a status in society. They're not happy. They're living under constant anxiety. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran He teaches us through the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that where does true happiness lie? First of all is that when we talk about happiness there's two types of happiness. Happiness in the dunya and happiness in the akhirah. Any type of happiness in this dunya it is not permanent, it is only temporary. You go for vacations Summer was here, many many of us went for vacations. You go for vacation, you enjoy yourself, but then that enjoyment is only temporary. You have to come back home. You have to get back into the swing of life, jobs and schools and you know, and life in general and paying bills and so forth all that enjoyment comes to an end. There is no enjoyment, there is no happiness in this world that is permanent. The only permanent happiness will come in the hereafter. And that is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, He says in Surahud, فَمِنْهُمْ In the hereafter, people are going to be into two different categories and there will be no other third category. Either you are happy or you are wretched. You are amongst those who are Going to face eternal disaster and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentions this word only twice in the Quran when it comes to happiness and both of them are related to the hereafter Allah then says as far as those people who will be happy they will stay in this eternal bliss in this eternal happiness where there is no trace of misery there is no trace of hard work and Allah says Ata'an it is a continuous giving by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and means this giving will never be interrupted it will never be interrupted there is nothing that will stop this giving coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so the eternal happiness is what you and I are looking for and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent us in this dunya And this dunya is Darul Ibtila. This place is where we will find sometimes happiness and we'll find some sadness and sorrow. Where we will find some times of comfort but then there will be some times of grief and anxiety and so forth. So while we live in this world and we understand that there is no permanent happiness but how can we remain happy? how can we remain happy in a certain capacity today inshallah in this khutbah i will share with you five things that we can do that w- that will help us be happy five keys of happiness inshallah the very first thing is in order to be happy we have to have firm faith in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala faith does not only mean to believe in allah yes that is one aspect of faith but faith also means that when you see that there is no road for exit when there there is no strategy for exit and there's no way to get out of a situation you realize and you put your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you got to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah will help. Brothers and sisters we find that even in the world that we live today whenever I'm in legal trouble who do we turn to? we turn to the attorney and at that time whatever the attorney says we say labayk whatever you tell me I will do that when I'm in trouble when it comes to my own health. I go to the doctor and I tell the doctor whatever you tell me to do I will do that accordingly we don't argue with the doctor we don't argue with the experts we don't argue with the attorney in in a situation when we are in legal trouble this is called faith that no matter what they say, you believe in them and whatever they're telling you. Likewise, Allah is telling us, have faith in me. Whether things make sense to you or not, you gotta have belief in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You gotta have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, I put my belief in someone else and there's always a chance that I could be rejected. I could be betrayed by others. We're human beings at the end of the day. But when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when you put your faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ta'ala, there is no way that Allah will leave us hanging. There is no way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reject us, and there's no way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not be there when we need Him most. Brothers and sisters, when we go through difficulties in life, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said, just deal with it. Honestly, Allah could have said, deal with it. But Allah understands that we're human beings. Allah understands that we need to be consoled. Allah understands that we need some support. We need emotional support, physical support, and so forth. And why do you think He gave us the Qur'an? Honestly think, why do He give us the Qur'an? 124,000 Umbiya were sent according to a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi 124,000 Prophets and anbiya were sent in this world. Of those 124,000 prophets, Allah only mentioned a fraction of those uh, Ambiya and those prophets in the Quran. Why did he mention only those prophets in the Quran? Why did he mention their stories in the Quran? Because every single story in the Quran brings us consolation. When you find this kind of challenge, you go to this story. When you find a certain type of challenge, you go to this story and you will find consolation. Brothers and sisters, this provides us consolation that I'm not the only one who is going through this. When we lose a child, how many of us, yes, we're going through grief, but remind ourselves that Rasulullah did not lose only one child. He lost six children during his lifetime. Six children. Think about that for a moment. Not one, not two, but six. And he had to bury all six with his own hands. Think about the emotional state of Rasulullah When we go through difficulties and we stay their life, we know that Alhamdulillah, I'm not the only one who's going through this. When we go through difficulties, the fact that you and I, we believe in Allah, it means that I will get something of this difficulty. Allah puts us in a difficulty, but Allah does not only put us in difficulty, but He gives us the reward of putting us in that difficulty. He gives us something for that. He compensates us something in this dunya or in the akhirah, brothers and sisters. That is called faith in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. And when I know that Allah has my back, when Allah says in the Quran, "Allahu amanu. Allah is the wali. Allah is the protector Allah is the one who looks after that person these are the people that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when Allah becomes your wali then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he has your back so that is why brothers and sisters the very first thing that will bring us happiness and that doesn't mean that there will be no difficulties in life yes there will be difficulties in life but at at the end of the day once again I know that I will be compensated for this I know that Allah will give me some for this in this dunya and in the Akhirah and I know that there are other people who have been through this so this is why we have to have faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and faith will bring that happiness to us the next thing that is very important in order for us to seek out happiness is to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala many times when things get taken away from us we get of course we feel sad But at the same time, not realizing that where we were before and where we are today. At at times, we have to really look back. Where I was 20 years ago, where was I 15 years ago when I first came to this country? Perhaps and look at my situation today. Yes, today here and there we go through some difficulties. But Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, when it came to Bani Israel, Allah reminded Bani Israel that one of the best ways you can show your gratitude to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is to reflect on the bad times in life, to reflect where we were at one time and how prosperous we are, and what what much better situation Situation We are in today. That is gratitude. That is where we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Gratitude does not only mean that Allah gives us, you know our, our boss calls us that he gives us a raise and we say alhamdulillah That is not the only way we turn we turn and we show our gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Even when we go through difficulties in the Quran and Surah Ibrahim when Allah mentions about Bani Israel And how they were massacred and how they were tortured under the regime of Firaun Allah then mentions after that لَإِن شَكَرْتُمْ لَأَزِيدَنَّكُمْ If you are thankful to Allah, someone could say that here you have talked about their atrocities, you have talked about their pain, and then you're talking about gratitude. But that is the point, that now Bani Israil is in a much better situation compared to before. When you see that, then you are able to reflect and you're able to show your gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, there are things that we must do in order to build up our gratitude. One of the things that we can do is Number one, develop a positive personality. There are some people, subhanallah, that no matter what, they're always in the state of anxiety. They're always in the state of worry. No matter what good comes our way, even if good comes, they're always looking for bad. The doctor says, you are absolutely fine. They're like, this guy, this doctor is a terrible doctor. You know why? Because you're constantly looking for problems. Have a positive personality. Have a positive personality. When people see you, their morals are up uplifted. When you are at your home, it's not doom and gloom at home, but people see you and their their, their morale is uplifted. Also, that means that we are surrounding ourselves with people who, has, who have a positive personality. If you are a person who has a negative personality and you are going to surround yourself with people who have, who have a negative personality, then wallahi, you have no one to blame but yourself because you are surrounding yourself with these kind of people yes we have deficiencies yes we need people in our life but then even if I have a negative personality if we surround ourselves with people who are positive our personalities will change over time the next thing that we must do in order to bring happiness so the very first one I said was having faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the second one was to, to be grateful to Allah. The third thing that we must do in order to bring happiness is that we must avoid wasting time. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Wal asr, inna insana khusr." Allah swears upon time and then he says that the insan is in a state of khasarah. What the ulama they say is that this highlights that those who waste their time since majority of the ummah, the major majority of the ummah will waste their time, they will, re, they will waste their talent and their resources This is why Allah says that the human being, the human race is in a state of khassara. However, if we use our time wisely, if we use our time in the correct way, and, and later on inshallah in our life we will realize when we have more than others because we use our time wisely this will bring some happiness to our heart. Rasulullah sallam, he says that there are two blessings that you and I we all have at some point in our life. However Rasulullah does tell us that majority of the people will waste these two uh, things. Number one is as sihha wal-faraq. Ni'matani min minas. as sihha wal-faraq. siha, which is health and Farag is free time. Brothers and sisters, and especially, especially our youth, please refrain from wasting time. Do not sit on social media for three, four hours a day. It is killing your time. If we even sit for three hours a day on social media, That is 21 hours at the end of the week. Think about that. If I'm giving, that's only if you give three hours. If you're giving more than three hours during the week, you are wasting out of seven days a week. One day has gone under social media and behind social media. We have to know how to use our time wisely. We, there is no point of regretting later on, but the minute we realize put a a tab on yourself, put a limit on yourself, put a limit on your phone also that we have to stay away from wasting time. The next thing that will bring us happiness is being kind and doing favors for others. Wallahi, the other day I was reading a book talking about how to be productive in life. And in this book, it was talking about that those who are victims, Those who are unhappy, the thing that brings them the most amount of happiness is when they help others. We find Rasulullah no matter what desperate situation he was in, never, never, when someone came to him, never did he reject anyone. Never did he reject offering his help to anyone. When people came to him, when he was in the most dire need of support, he supported others. Brothers and sisters, it is a known fact. It is a known fact that if you want to bring happiness, bring happiness to someone else. When you put a smile on someone else's face, Allah will put a smile on your face. No matter what, even the fact that you give someone something and they say thank you, they say thank you, that in itself brings so much happiness to us when we go out and we support others and the opportunities are endless in our society. You don't have to only volunteer for a Muslim organization. You can go and volunteer for other faith-based organizations. There are plenty of uh, f- uh, food pantries and so forth in our city. Go there, help them and so forth. When you see everyone helping and everyone supporting and everyone helping those who are in need, wallahi, Allah will bring happiness to your heart. Whenever people come to me and they tell me that they have nothing to do with their time and they're stressed out and they have anxiety, I always give them advice, go and do some good and Allah will bring good to your life. The last thing that I will say, which is very important to bring happiness to our life is... To live up and to find your own potential. To find your own potential. Brothers and sisters, listen to me very carefully when I say this. Each one of us, we have different talents. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has divided the talents across the world. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, wa fawqa ba'din darajat, Allah has divided everyone into different categories of life, different darajat, different stages, and different tiers of life. One thing that we have to understand at all times is that one person may have the capacity to do something, but he may not have the capacity to do something else. She may have the capacity to do one thing, but not the other thing. We have to find our niche. We have to find our strengths. And whatever strength Allah has granted you use that to the highest and to the fullest of your potential. You may not be, we may not be fit to do something. It doesn't mean, well I've always seen, that if we want to do one thing in life, and I realize that I'm not cut out to be something in life, we feel like that we are a total failure in life. But what we realize is that that is not the definition of failure. It just means that there is one area of life that does not fit your needs or it does not fit your talent. Go search for something else. Abu Allah came to the Prophet and I'm going to share with you one hadith of his. But first is, he came to the Prophet He came to the Prophet and he says, Ya Rasulullah, make me a leader. Put me in a position of leadership. You know what Rasulullah told him? He says, Abu Dhar, you're not fit for leadership. That's, he's very frankly, on him, right in, front, on, right in front of him. He said, Abu Dhar, he didn't beat around the bush. Let me think about it. I'll let you know. No, Abu Dhar, you're not fit for leadership. Simple as that. Now, do, what did Abu Dhar think of that? Do you think that khalas is the end of my life? I wanted to be a leader now that the Prophet is telling, him, telling me I'm not fit for leadership. That means that every other opportunity, every other door of life has been shut, uh, has been shut off. No. But rather, it means that there is other things in life that we can do. I want to share with you a very beautiful hadith of Rasulullah sallam. This is narrated by a person by the name of Malik Ibn Murthad. He mentions from his father, and his father was one time. This is after the death of Rasulullah He's with Abu Dhar. They are in Hajj. They are at the middle Shaytan. The, 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 the middle Shaytan throwing their, throwing their pebbles and throwing their rocks at the Shaytan during the days of Hajj. And he says that I saw Abu Dhar an, and I asked Abu Dhar, about a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And Abu Dhar, he says, I did ask this question and this hadith to the Prophet. ﷺ. It's a little lengthy but do follow follow with me. The Prophet ﷺ, he so Abu Dhar is saying I asked I said, O oh, Rasulullah ﷺ, what are the things that protect a person from the fire of Jahannam? He says, faith in Allah. I said, what are the actions that accompany faith? He said that you should spend from that which Allah has provided you. I said, what if a person is too poor and he cannot find anything to give? He said, then he should, he should promote good and stand for good and stand against injustice. I said, O oh, Messenger of Allah, what if a person is in a position in society where they are too vulnerable to, uh, to be able to enjoy good and forbid evil. Rasulullah says, assist someone who is skilled or do something for the one who has no skill. I said, "O Messenger of Allah, what if a person has no skill and knowledge? He says, then you should support someone who is oppressed. I said, what if a person is too weak that he cannot help anyone else? He says, you aren't going to leave any good for your brother to do. This is the question the Prophet he says. Then the Prophet uh, then said, "You should restrain uh, his evil from people." I said, "If all, if that is all he does, then will he enter into Jannah?" Rasulullah said, "There is no believer that pursues any of these things except that on the day of judgment, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will grab his hand and enter him into Jannah." This is the Hadith of the Prophet What's the point of this Hadith? Abu Dhar is basically saying to the Prophet That he wants an answer to something, the Prophet gives him the answer, and then he says that what if he cannot do this? Then the Prophet says, "Go to to the next thing." He says, "Well, he cannot do this either. Go to the next thing." Well, he cannot do this. Go to the next thing. The point of this hadith is deep down. If you think about this hadith, is basically the Prophet is telling us that look for your potential. There are many things in life that the doors will be closed off to us. We will not be able to do them. But that doesn't mean that every single door is closed. It means that look for another door. There's always room for khairat. There's always room to do good. But you just have to find your potential. Once again, every single person over here, Allah has given us certain talents. We just have to find that talent. We don't know our talents yet Many in many cases. Well, we have to sit down and find that talent and then use that talent for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his deen and use it for our own personal purposes. But well, we have to find our potential. Once we find our potential and we exert ourselves in that potential, Allah will bring happiness to our heart. So that is why these are five things today that I shared with you. Once again, faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two is being grateful to Allah. Number three is not wasting time. Number four is doing favors for others, being kind to others. And number five is living up to your potential. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us happiness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us for amongst those that whenever we go through challenges, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala compensate us immensely in this dunya and the akhirah. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Barakallahu lana wa lakum filq al-a'in a'zim. Wa nafāna wa iyaakum wa hakeem. Astaghfirullah li wa lakum. Wa sa'il muslimina fa innahu huwal ghafur raheem. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Hamdullah and Hamdullah, who is a star, 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 who is finally inshallah in these last uh, 1 minute that i have i just want to share with you a dua of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam once again often we hear that okay is there any dua of the prophet sallallahu there's a hadith narrated by abdullah ibn mas'ud وسلم, that the prophet sallallahu says that no person suffers any anxiety or grief and then he recites this dua Allahumma inni abduk wa abnu abduk wa abnu amatik nasiyati biyadik maazin fiyya hukmuk adlun fiyya qada'uk asaluka bi kulli ismin huwa laka sammeyta bihi nafsek aw anzaltahu fi kitabik aw allamtahu ahadam min khalqik awistaa'tharata bihi fi ilmi al-ghaybi indak antaja'ala al-Qur'ana rabi'a qalbi wa nura sadri wa jalaa'a huzni wa jalaa'a huzni wa zhaaba hammi I cannot go through the translation because of time, but this is a dua taught to us by Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The Prophet wasallam says that anyone who recites this dua in a state of grief or anxiety, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove his sorrow and replace it with happiness. This is, a dua, this is a hadith of Rasulullah You can go back to into the video afterwards and get this uh, hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But brothers and sisters, these are the things that we need to do. Yes, once again, by me mentioning this, it does not mean that we will not be facing ibtila. We will not face challenges in our life. But in all that challenges, there are some places of happiness that we can find. There is some happiness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed. We have to find that happiness and apply those means of happiness in our life. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those who listen and who and who apply in the best way possible. Amiru alameen. اللهم منصر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم منصر الإسلام والمسلمين في كل مكان اللهم منصرنا على من خالفنا واحفظ بلادنا وأصلح أولادنا وشفي مرضانا وعاف مبتلانا وارحم موتنا وخذ بيدينا إلى كل خير وعاصمنا من كل شر واحفظنا من كل ضائر اللهم قسمنا من خشتك ما تحول به بينا وبين معصيتك ومن طاعتك ما تبلغنا به جنتك ومن يقين ما تهون به علينا مصائب الدنيا ومتعنا بصارنا وقواتنا محيتنا وجعله الورث منا وجعل ثأرنا على من ظلمنا وانصرنا على من عادنا ولا تجعل مصبتنا في ديننا ولا تجعل الدنيا أكبر حمنا ولا مبلغ علمنا ولا إلى النار مصيرنا ولا تصلت علينا من لا يرحمنا اللهم إنا نسلك علما نافعا وعملا متقبلا ورزقا واسعا وشفاء من كل ذا اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من عين لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشى ومن نفس the تشبع ومن دعاء لا يستجاب اللهم إنا Allahumma tahhir qulubana min alnifaq wa a'malana min alriya wa al-sirana al-kathib wa a'ayyuna min al-khiyana fa'innaka ta'alama khāina ta'ayyuna wa ma tukfi sudur Allahumma shfim maradana wa mwadha al-muslimin Allahumma shfim maradana wa mwadha al-muslimin Allahumma arham mawtana wa mwadha al-muslimin Amir rabbal al-alamin Inna Allah yamunu bil-adl wal-ihsān wa itai dhir qurbha wa yinha' al-fahshāy wa munka'y wal-bawg ya'idhikum na'allakum tathak <laughs> straight in lines within the gaps there's a lot of space inside the main hall please come inside There's still a lot of space in the back area.
1: Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar Ashadu an la ilaha illallah anna rasulullah حيّ على الصلاة حيّ على الفلاح قد قامت الصلاة قد قامت الصلاة الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله
0: اللهم صل وسلم على سيد الخلق الله أكبر قل أعوذ برب الفلق من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمدا Allah Hu Cha- Requ aug 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 والاعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس اله الناس من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الله اكبر سمي الله As-salamu on your way out uh, uh, As you leave inshallah Just do stop by and see whatever you can inshallah Give uh, $20 a person Inshallah uh, once again uh, As far as all the operations That we offer from here from the masjid It does require donations so please on your way out Do donate generously Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi